not doing it. Oh my god. I'm seeing horrible images. Okay, cheese, that's all I can handle of that. I am gonna pee myself. I was, uh, my heart rate's up. Me too. Me too. If any of our listeners want to listen to the rest of that horrifying track, you can find it on YouTube called Halloween Music Free Download. <laughs> my god. Is that, that the original version or is that, is that a cover? No, I think that's the full-on, full version, fully. That's That was horrifying. That, I'm scared. There was a few parts there that actually sounded like you, especially that first little cackle there. Yeah, I thought, I thought you know, maybe we would leave that to our listeners to decide if it was us doing the noises and the, I will eat you. That was also oh, equally God. horrifying. That's what I tell my lunch every day. But anyways, I think this is our first official Halloween uh, episode, uh, or episodes. Say Halloween. Say Halloween. Hey, say Halloween. That could be a rap song. Halloween. Hey. That could be a rap song, easily. Yeah, um, oh, that's originally performed by Les Galettes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> One of the greatest music videos of all time. Yeah, for those for those of you uh, probably American listeners and maybe most of Canadian listeners have probably never heard of Les Galette. Uh They're uh, a two-piece rock and roll band, uh, probably from what would you say, like the late '80s, maybe early '90s yeah. on the television. Late '80s for sure. '80s. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, all young Canadians learned how to speak French, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yep, yep, without question. I know girls from Sault Ste. Marie that were familiar with that. Oh, really? Yep. With, uh, with Jacques and Stephanie? I, mo- I mostly remember the um, follow-up to that with uh, Sol. I forget what that one was called. And Anna. Uh-huh. Soul and Anana. Yeah. Je Et Anana ne parle pas. Je n'ai pas touché le poteau. Oui, c'est vrai. Just humorous, humorous shows. Super humorous. So yeah. that brings us our Halloween episode, and we're focusing specifically yeah. on ghosts. The most horrifying part of my year: ghosts. Oh. I don't like ghosts. There are so many tales from the tugboat on this one. Oh, man. 
So, okay, fine. Let's get into it. Let's do this. <laughs> the sooner we do it, the sooner it's over and I can stop being so horrified. Uh, okay, ghosts. Why are they scary? I don't know. What do you think, cheese? I don't know. There's probably a lot of theories about it. Um, I mean, to be honest, when you think about it, like, there's, there's really nothing that scary about ghosts. Like, uh, like they're, they're supposed to be sort of like see-through sort of and uh, not... Like, I'm not sure if they have, like, the ability to touch physical reality or if they're just there to be like, Ooh, I'm not a person! That kind of stuff, which is kind of spooky, but I don't know. I think it's more like a, like a mental thing. But what about... Nope, lost it. Um... What, what, like, are ghosts former people are they kind of energy signatures left are they the soul unbodied like what are we what are we dealing with here yeah yeah i think like those in my opinion i think those are probably like one of the scariest ones would be uh like the ones that are like people but something's like messed up on them like they look like a person but they've got like half their face missing or long tattered but like if, um, you, if you see your if you're you're in an old house and you see like an old man just like dressed to the period that he died in like a great grandfather yeah. or something if that happens to me I am still going to lose my stuff so yeah you're not like sitting there like hmm here's an interesting experiment to look back into the history and ask them about what their time was like what what did you do for butter yeah you're like Because I've heard all kinds of interesting theories on ghosts, like, they're actually still living, they just are on a higher plane of existence, like another dimension, basically, and that that dimension sits on top of ours, but it's about four feet higher if you're thinking spatially, so that's why ghosts always appear to be floating, because they're actually four feet up, and somehow there's a break, an interdimensional science, physics, Marty could explain it, break in between the two dimensions that we can see them for an instant or we see certain things or hear certain things that are actually happening full, fully in a in another dimension, like in their reality. That kind of, that oh bakes my, my noodle a little bit. Yeah, that, that bakes my noodle. Uh, that, that, I've actually never heard that theory before. The only sort of image that comes to mind is sort of, uh, have you ever seen sort of sketch artists where they have like, um, like the paper and they have like one drawing and then they have sort of a laminate paper that goes like over top of it that has another drawing on it. So then it's like they're two separate drawings, but one on top of the other so they can move independently but interact or something. Like I'm not sure what they use it for. But that's what kind of comes to mind. I haven't seen um, it personally, but I definitely understand the concept. Yeah, and like, do do ghosts? So, like, here's the question: that like, do ghosts in their like in their other dimension? Do they know about like the regular human dimension? Obviously, because they did live at a time. 
so like they know when they're kind of flipping into another dimension and are like ah let's you know mess with all these alive people because I'm dead yeah Uh, great great questions cheese are they conscious that they're dead or are we appearing as ghosts like when they see us which doesn't always happen apparently according to everything I've seen on ghosts sometimes they don't see you but a lot of times they're they do interact and they're fully aware that they can mess around with you so it's yeah those are like super well maybe not what are they rare or something I have a I have a thing that talks about it they're like described as intelligent or interactive ghosts um and I think this goes on the theory that you're talking about but it's like the mortal form dies and then your aura and energy goes off into this other thing um and they're able to like touch and they're aware of us and they can communicate and they're like I don't know I think there's been movies where it's like this might even be the movie Ghost where it's just like I died in this horrible way you need to help the alive people solve this mystery so I can move on to some other thing so they're like oh man you've got to like do this um there's like those ghosts he goes and sees that guy in the subway and he teaches him how to touch so that he can get his revenge on Carl Bruner <laughs> yeah Whoopi Goldberg helps him out. And then in the process, like, have, like, intimate moments while doing pottery. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll come back to that, that part later, but... Oh, yeah. One, oh, we definitely... One other thing I want to talk about, we're just ghosting in general here, is, you know, you hear these stories of people that have, quote-unquote, seen or experienced the supernatural, and one common thread is they always feel the the temperature drop and the hairs on the back of their neck stand up. Yeah. So is that Even, just you look for that and then you're like, oh, no, there's a ghost nearby? Or is it something that people just honestly experience and then independently relate back to the listener? Yeah, yeah, like that. Like even when you describe that, like hair standing on end and all that kind of stuff for the cold draft, that like already makes me kind of experience that a little bit, which is kind of spooky. But it's like, yeah, it's like we're never like, oh, a high pressure system must be meeting a low pressure system, or maybe I left the window open. It's always like first instance is like ghost. Boom, ghost. It's it's on. Here we go. But temperature dropped. Let's get out of here, guys. At at the same time, like what physiological response would be triggered to make that happen? Like. You know, and I've been in places where, and we'll we'll tugboat tail later, but been in places where you kind of feel like you're not alone, and you get that super creeped out feeling, and then that, and then then the hairs on the back of your neck stand up because you're feeling some kind of, you know, fight or flight response. Is yeah. There, is there anything like that that you're aware of being, you know, a brain scientist that you are? Um. I honestly do not. I do not. I haven't uh, perused the literature as far as like ghosts and physiological stuff. But yeah, like like we were just saying earlier, like if you get a sort of draft or something, like your brain can go to certain places to kind of explain why that stuff is happening. And uh, a lot of people they go to like ghosts or a presence or something like that, depending on I don't know whatever is triggered in their mind. I'm sure. Uh, sure a weather person would be like ah, that's why this is happening yeah I don't I, I, I don't understand it like there's definitely something 
going on just for that common business to be happening, but... Yeah, but I think it's like your body's... Like, if it feels like it's in danger, it's going to have all those uh, reactions. Like, if you feel unsafe, you're going to have, like, hair stand on end or um, that kind of stuff. It just kind of alert you to be like, oh, man, these are signs that I should get out of here. There's a monster! So... You know, there's there's kind of we're talking about ghosts and 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 whatnot, and in and, and in movies they kind of differentiate and they they have different kind of ghosts and monsters, and you know, what I have a hard time kind of pegging down which one I find the most horrifying. <clears throat> I mean, there's your run of the mill ghost, you, some figure or something, and Sometimes they have kids involved, and it's always horrifying. But uh, then you have like your, you know, your exorcist type of stuff, where there's a demon involved, and the demon's just malicious and a real dick about stuff, a real jerk, if you would. And then you have yeah. you have like your your angely type of uh, like you know benevolent ghost that wants to help people, but you know, would we call Patrick Swayze an angel? I don't know at this point, but. Yeah, he's more angelic than anything else. Yeah, more good, um, good-natured in their presence. Definitely. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't even tap into uh, the supernatural jerks in our in our other jerk podcast, but uh, maybe we can kind of maybe discuss that like a little bit right now. Like, I mean, I, I don't like those sort of really like devilish, horrific kind of people. Like, they just like they're kind of disfigured and they just look super evil. And they're, they're, it's not even, like, mischief for them. It's, like, worse than that. Like, I don't mind, like, a ghosting trickster. Like, well, I'm going to spook this guy or something. And uh, it's, like, okay. But then there's other ones where it's, like, legitimate fear of life kind of stuff. Or, uh, yeah, yeah the possession stuff. For, to be honest, the possession stuff never really got me. Like, The Exorcist was way before my time. It's been spoofed so many times that it just doesn't hold the same sort of... Uh, scare that it probably would somebody who like saw that for the first time but um i don't know i don't see that as being no i think that that movie is just i don't know it was a different time it was people were more susceptible to to being scared by i don't know it was new and it was it's just not that scary i've seen it since it's just comical to me but if you really want to get your scare on in terms of possessions and you can you can ask Phil about this because I made him watch it. Watch, watch at night in a dark room, the exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay. That's all true event stuff, and it will just shake you to the core. Ah. Uh. I'm pretty glad that he was there when I went to sleep, because <laughs> I tell you. And the other one that got me good was Exorcist: The Beginnings. Uh, I think a lot of the fear of kind of possession stuff comes from the religious aspect, and I don't want to get into religion at all. This isn't a god cast. Yeah. But, uh... From a psychology perspective, I would probably just say that you're out of control. I think, like, people just get freaked out by either themselves not being in control or having someone that they, like, know who's predictable and has been, you know, this nice person, and all of a sudden they're just, like, super possessed and weird and scary and you're just like no i can't no no this 
crying. Yeah, you need to watch that movie. That will it'll knock your socks off. Okay, well, I would actually tip off on like a little bit aside here. Is this like boggles my mind? Is that um, like we have these this sort of need to want to be scared, but in a safe thing. But it's like why when somebody says this thing terrified the crap out of me, like I was just so scared, I had my hair standing on end, I couldn't sleep for three days. Um, I'm still affected by it. And they go, you should watch it. Yeah, yeah. Or some people describe a movie to you in full detail, and then years later you see it on MTV in the afternoon, you're like, um, yeah, I think I'll watch it now. I think I'm ready. Like, I think it's, uh, like, a, it goes back to a competitive thing. Like, you you don't want to be scared by it. you got to watch it to kind of show that you can do it. I don't know, something like that. I hate scary movies myself. Yeah, so you're, like, using it as, like, a proof to yourself that you're not scared of no ghost kind of thing? Yeah, or, like, the time I slept in my truck just to show that I could do it. Yeah. When I was 31. You <laughs> <laughs> did. Um, so what... And, but my, my perspective is a little bit different. I think, I don't know, this might make me a terrible person, but I, I think it's sort of, like, inherently distrustful. Like, oh, this person was scared. Oh, what a wimp. I won't be scared by this. I'm going to watch it and then tell them how not scary it was and stuff. And then you watch it and then you're terrified and then you go, oh, oh yeah, no, they were right. And then and then two glasses of wine comes home from a run and finds you balled up in the corner of the room just rocking back and forth being like, it was too scary. <laughs> and then Shobi just like, get to your senses. Uh, but speaking of two glasses of wine, she hate scary movies like like these aren't even scary movies and she just like cannot watch parts of it it's just like thrillers even just a you know someone's behind uh, a wall and they pop out like a surprise like she hates surprises i guess can't do the jump Um, the jumpy parts yeah and i mean she the the biggest terrible thing about that is when somebody closes their eyes during a film they can't piece things together so what do they do Be, be scared. Fill in the they ask you to fill in the blanks for them. Did they close their eyes and go, what just happened? Just watch it. Um, I have a colleague at work. Her and her husband both detest scary movies and like even like child scary movies like Ernest Scared Stupid. They can't handle that. And that actually was a pretty scary premise, to be honest, though. It was. Those trolls and the, you know, when you're a kid, those trolls were kind of scary. Yeah, but for me it wasn't so much the trolls, it was the fact that like this person could turn you into these little like figurines. Yeah. That freaking scared the crap out of me. Yeah, that was as a child seeing that, that was pretty out there. But anyway, so they can't watch even like Walking Dead and stuff like that. That's too scary for them. However, they live in an old, like hundred and fifty year old farmhouse that is haunted. Every night around 9 o'clock, not every night, but most nights around 9 o'clock, she said she can hear footsteps and giggling upstairs of a little girl. And I said, are you kidding me? (laughs) And she hears other, like, doors close unexpectedly, and they just say, oh, it's drafty. (laughs) But then they won't watch something that's fake. Yeah, they're living a nightmare, but they won't watch something that's kind of funny. That makes literally no sense. Yeah, yeah, my mind is boggled by that. Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. 
absolutely no sense. It's like, well, if you're going to live in a, you know, barn, you got to expect a couple hauntings. Like, Yeah, you're going to live in an old, old house. You might as well expect it to, to be murdered in your sleep by a ghost. I don't know. Yeah. What, what kind of... <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's part of part of the big part of the game. Um, part of the game, but the game has changed. <laughs> but the players are the same. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so, like, what is, is it more scary to have a kind of a ghost following you around, or you have that ghost that upstairs at nine o'clock every night just walks across the floor and closes one of the doors? Like, yeah, I think I I think the unseen ghost is way more terrifying than the scene ghost. So the poltergeist type of ghost is more scary than the generic ghost. Oh, yeah. Like, if I can see the ghost, I'll probably be terrified, but I'll kind of be like, oh, yeah, he's kind of human-like, and something must have, terrible must have happened to him or something. But like those, oh, the chairs are just moving around? Like, that's just messed up. Yeah. Like, what? Or it's, yeah, and I don't want to talk about paranormal activity too much, but some of those scenes where that camera was on the fan moving back and forth and then it just and you're the whole time you're just tense because you know it, you're watching that edge of the screen because you know something's going to be different and then all the kitchen is on the roof after about two seconds and then it all falls down yeah I almost crap my pants yeah no, no that stuff that stuff gets me like quite a bit but I just don't like the unseen yeah the unknown it's uh, yeah. but and, yeah, then the, and then the other part is and to this point in my life I've been pretty successful at avoiding it but um, when a ghost is tied to a spot or a house or a location you know you yeah. just, just don't go there like I don't go to the town of Lucan because uh, it's purportedly haunted by the Black Donnellys I've never been into the town of Niagara on the lake because it's the most haunted town in Ontario some people yep. don't seem that see that as much of a problem, but you know, I guess. And I'm, that's why we're having our wedding there. It's probably why venues and stuff are cheaper because they're super haunted. Yeah, and we're staying in a like a sort of old Victorian bed and breakfast, so that'll probably be almost a hundred percent haunted. And I will be one hundred percent intoxicated the whole time. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So your increase, like, uh. They're uh, uh, kind of like moving on to a next little thing. Like, I don't know, you talked about like the specific spot or a specific person or whatever. So I was trying to think, because I always thought a poltergeist was someone or it's a thing that was like t- attached to a home, like a specific house, and they just always stay there and haunt it. Um, but apparently, like, poltergeists are like, they follow you around. Yeah, that's the most, that's way scarier for me is. They, ha- they talk about people that are sensitive and and whatever that can kind of, I don't know if they see ghosts or they have some kind of like spiritual sensitivity. And yeah. apparently those people are most susceptible to having a ghost kind of latch onto them and follow them around. So like you move into a house, you buy a house and it's haunted and you're like, ah, I don't like this. I don't like that kid walking around upstairs. So you go to move and here the kid is attached to you. So now... Everywhere you go, you have to deal with this ghost for the rest of your life, slamming cupboards and moving chairs around in the night. Like, that is way more, one, inconvenient, if we're just going to be serious about it. And two, the concept of that is, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, the 
host perspective, they're like, oh, this person can see me. They'll they'll listen to me and stuff, and then they follow you around, but you don't want them there. It's just kind of like a really, like, annoying, uh, like, little sibling or... Or they uh, decide that they want to eat you, so they, like, just try and do it, and they're trying to bite you all day, but they can't because they never talked to that guy in the subway like the Sways did. (laughs) Yeah, like, they just, like pester you or try and get in your body to be human again the worst oh that would be a but every so so everything we've talked about is kind of ghosts scaring you and ghosts being malicious trying to destroy you and kill you what about what about like helpful ghosts like what about if you're going to be in a car accident a ghost like jerks the wheel and saves your life or you know Casper the yeah, friendly like, ghost, or what else you got? Yeah, like a friendly or happy ghost. I don't know, because like, that stuff does exist. Like, um, Well, like it exists in, in film and folklore. Like, um, Obviously, Casper is probably like the most famous of the friendly ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, he just like walks around. He's all like helpful and stuff. That great movie just, like, with Bill Pullman. That was actually, like, a pretty good movie, and I remember watching it when I was a kid. I had it on VHS. Pretty sweet. And it, for whatever reason, I was always, like, dissatisfied at the end. Like, because I think he, like, turns into a boy very temporarily and then goes back to being a ghost, I think. I don't remember. And I'm like, oh, man, he should just be, like, a boy, like, forever. Like, why does he have to go back to being a ghost? Don't they build or find some kind of chamber in the basement? Yeah, there was like this uh, scientist, Bill Pullman or something, and he finds like I think it's probably like his grandfather's work that's like trying to figure out how to make ghosts into real people, and they like or real people into ghosts, and uh, yeah, they just they figure out how it works, and there's only like a limited amount of serum or whatever it is of this potion stuff. Um, and they use it, like, very briefly, um, but then it just sort of wears off, and eventually, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so this is just, like, ghosts exist, we can find some sort of serum that can turn them into real people, again, like, bring back the dead, but in, like, a nice, fun way, and not, like, a resurrect from the grave that they're still kind of, like, undead, like, pet cemetery or something. Yeah, and then you got you have other helpful ghosts like the Sixth Man. Yeah, I don't know if anybody has seen that movie, but I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, he basically helps like, his brother win the championship that they couldn't win together. Exactly, like, and that was his. Un, that's what I loved. Is like that's the unfinished business. To win the championship. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't move on until we won the championship. Um, but that was that was kind of cool. Like you just you got your like bro just helping you out all the time as a ghost and people are like what oh how did he dunk that he's only like five foot nothing it's like he was dunking from like the other end i'm pretty sure spud webb was helped out by his dead ghost brother probably that i don't know uh, his name was probably reg webb <laughs> reg webb <laughs> hey reg you could, I could have said Spider. That Imagine if your last name was Webb. How tempted would you be to name your kid Spider? Or Charlotte? No, well, maybe if it was a girl. I probably wouldn't name my son Charlotte. Hey, uh, your 
guess that's true. Um, yeah, so, like, that movie was, that was pretty badass. So, like, I like the idea of, like, you know, the helpful ghost thing, but then people start going, like, oh, man, you didn't even do this yourself. Like, you can't even accomplish anything on your own. You need this ghost to help you out. And you'd be like, shut up! Well, that's ultimately what happened, wasn't it? Anton couldn't help him in the finals, and he did it himself. Yeah, because he needed that self-belief, and he was just like, yeah, you're good, bro. What a, what a great time. So I guess there is helpful ghosts. There's also kind of the ghosts, like, you know, the housewife that got killed tragically and her unfinished business is whatever it is, and she's, like, trying to do the laundry and stuff like that or straightening up. There's some ghosts that clean your house. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's actually, like, super sweet. Kind of like you just, like, go out for the day and you come back, everything's just, like, spotless and whatnot. Yeah, and then you got other ghosts that just try and kill you every day and smash stuff and throw stuff at you. That'd, yeah. That would be the opposite of good. So... That would be good. But you bring up an in- interesting point there, like, that vote is just about how, like, when does one become a ghost or when do they, like, kind of stick around? Why can't these ghosts move on? And there's, like, tons of theories where if you just, like, had this super traumatic experience or traumatic life, uh, that's what, like, keeps spirits kind of in limbo or on earth or whatever to try and make it something yeah I don't yeah I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's the unfinished business and then what defines unfinished business well that's the thing I think it like has to be my guess is individual like I mean there's probably others who would say that it's like a higher power is determining like no you really need to get your stuff together before you move on but I think it's the individual person just like no 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 I'm not leaving this is this was horrible this isn't what life was supposed to be like I need to fix this before I can can carry on yeah but by that argument wouldn't everyone try and do that I don't know some people are like pretty like cool with the idea of death or maybe some of them are like are too lazy like they don't want to like oh man oh I gotta fix this problem oh this is gonna take some work so they just kind of go off to paradise I'm assuming that's what happens, right? I think just mainly old people are the ones that are like, well, I had a good run. Pack it in, Jerry. We're going. Yeah. But or even, like, I would be surprised if, like, young ones were, like, super young ones were just, like, too young to even realize, like, how good life was or something. I don't know. They'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to go to this playground. But I don't know. Kids probably, probably are, like, the most that stick around. I don't know. So is it... Could it be, like, going back to that young kids thing, could it just be, like, your your memories kind of make you stay? Like, if you have, uh, you make a poor decision or you are trying to right a wrong or something like that, that, that's your unfinished business then? Yeah, or, like, making it okay for, like, your parents. They'll be like, I'm good, I'm passed away, but, you know, parents, you need to, like, chill out. Um, there's, like, a really cool book called The Shack, and it has, several religious undertones but that's kind of the premise is like the parent is having a really tough time with their child being I think they were like molested and murdered uh, and you just couldn't forgive the thing and was trying to figure it out and then finally they get goes on this huge journey and then kind of gets to speak to his daughter and she's just like it's okay dad I'm cool like like what, how, they, how mediums kind of that's their whole racket is trying to get people to 
that's why people go to them because they just want to know, are you okay? And that's like when my grandpa passed away, my grandma started getting really into mediums and they were like, nope, he's happy. He's on the other side. He's having a good time, which, you know, why would you say anything else? Be like, oh yeah, he's terrible time. Just brutal. Just, you know, it's probably terrible that he's dead because it is so much worse over there. Good luck, yeah. good luck sleeping. That'll be five hundred dollars. Well, I actually have a, a thing though, Chase. If like you hated the person when they were alive, and then you go to a medium to be like, "Are they burning in hell?" Because that would be fantastic. That's well. That's their whole thing is they got to read you and then tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, that's your opinion. Uh, I haven't researched mediums enough or medium people. I'm sure, there's some good ones, some bad ones. Yeah. Uh, this poor sensitive ones that see all the ghosts. Yeah. Um, so does it? The ghosts. You know why? Why are they? Why are they so scary? That we talked about the psychological thing and the not knowing and the lack of control for possessions. What about? You know, ghosts reminding us that yeah, we're gonna die sometime, or even, you know, that why are they here? Shouldn't they be in this heaven or hell or whatever religious thing you subscribe to tells you what's going on in your afterlife? Yeah, like it kind of like skews up that idea that you're going to like one or the other for those that believe in that. Um, it's just like this kind of like skews. It's like, okay, well, if they're not there and they're not there, like what the heck is going on? Yeah, does it, and... does it prove there's no nothing after you die? You just kind of hang around? Yeah, and that's that's kind of like, I don't know, for people who kind of maybe enjoy life quite a bit, that might not be super terrible, but uh, I don't know, some people who hate life probably are like, no, no! So here's, here's another one for you. So in the history of the world, from the beginning <laughs> of time, if all the dead people hung around how many billions of people would there be? Like, wouldn't we be reaching some kind of critical ghost mass? Is that why we can all of a sudden see them? Because you don't hear ghost stories from, like, medieval times, either the restaurant or the time period, or pirate times even, talking about, <laughs> you know, the ghosts and whatnot. It's just recently, like, are we? is there too much of a build-up, a ghost build-up going on? What, what's the deal there? I don't know, but that's a pretty, like, it's a really hilarious premise, like, sort of, uh, like, just, like, a waiting list to get into these places, and then they have to just kind of, like, like, you know those times where you're, it's like, oh, your appointment's not for another hour, and you have to just kind of, like, piss away your time, yes, <laughs> wandering around town, filing cool shops and stuff? I'm phenomenal at pissing away time. You play on your phone for a minute, sit on a bench, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I only have five minutes to get back there. Yeah. <laughs> so then you just, like, I don't know, your other option is kind of screw around with people. Or, and then you, like, realize that screwing around with people is, like, really fun, so you just keep doing that, and then they start calling you, like, hey, you missed your appointment, uh, you want to set up another one? You're like, eh, no, I'm good. Or you're just trying to murder people, and then they're trying to get rid of you, but you're there forever somehow. So what? That was my Twilight Zone. Yeah, I'm not sure that fits. Okay, uh, I, got, I got another question for you from the questionnaires. 
Um, so typically, it, it's kind of out of favor now, but you know, a, a ghost to scare you, and people do it now. It would say boo. Is that just somebody trying to write down the noise they make, or why are ghosts saying boo? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't. Now that it's in existence, like I, I kind of get it, just because of like the sharpness of it, like just like boo, like it's just like a hard, yes. harsh, like kind of hiding behind something, and then it's just like, eh, it's, like it's, scare. It's startling. But why? Would, yeah. Why would a ghost be hiding? And now I'm picturing, like, a ghost, like, somebody you can see through, like, hiding yeah. hiding behind, like, around the doorway and just be like, oh, man, he's going to walk through this door and I'm going to yell boo and scare the hell out of him. Yeah. And I bet you there was, like, so many, like, failed attempts before they, like, landed on boo. Like, I wonder if they had to, if there was, like, a ghost union and they, like, sat down and voted and... Okay, uh, all in favor of Boo, say aye. The ayes have it. And they had to ratify the use of Boo and really, you know, get it approved. Have two-thirds majority of the board members approve the Yeah, and you know, like, there's just this one person who just is out there, just, like, hates the idea. Like, I thought we were going with Crunch, guys. No, I think Crunch is better. Like, let's, can we, can we have another ruling? Like, it's Crunch. It's Boo, man. Can we do it? Can we do crunch with a K then? Cr- yeah, like it's different. It's not like crunch. I think crunching on the ground, it's like, oh. It's, it's this edgy. Person could crush me. You know, crunch, it's good. It's edgy. It's edgy. It's new. It's fresh. Why would. What, boo. What is it, why? I don't. It's too. It's to the point. And then people are like, what does that even mean? So not yeah. only are you scared, you're also like, is that ghost language? Does that mean something else? Does that mean they're going to come back? Like, They'll come back and cut your purse. But yeah, that's... I don't know. That's, I didn't get that. I don't understand. Maybe it's the meaning that I, I get hung up on. Is Why why, why that? Why those three letters? Why not yeah, like... Because have... like, <laughs> that makes me laugh. I think that's why. Like, if someone was behind a, a, a door and they came out and went, Kah! you'd just be like, nah. You'd be like initially terrified and then laughing. Boo. But then remember the, the boo, remember the boo box from uh, the movie Hook. Uh, nope. No, I don't. Really? Nope. So they put like the the bad pirates into the treasure chest, and then they just like locked you in there, and then just dumped in a bunch of scorpions. And every time they put in a scorpion, they went boo. I do not. And not remember this guy that. was like waiting there and he's like oh what should we do with him and it's like I think we should put him in the boo box and the guy's like no 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 not the boo box no not the boo box and then they throw him in there and then they dump in a scorpion and go boo boo and then they're all like laughing at it and this guy's getting stung by scorpions and killed ugh here's another, here's another one for you boo is a common jeer so is that the ghost like booing you like saying you suck like boo or are we yelling boo at oppositions in sports because you know it's a ghost thing yeah i don't think it has anything to do with the ghost thing but i think like uh i, I think don't think they're using it in that sense of like boo and it's like you suck at life boo 
think the ghosts stole it and they're booing us because we're alive and they're dead. That's yeah. Where, that's where I landed and that's where I'm going to stay. Makes sense. Um, one of those things, like, uh, what is it called? The origin of things? Genesis? <laughs> Progen- Maybe. Progenitor? Like, no, no, no. Like, the origins of stuff. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, we forgot about using the word boo as, like, your, like, boo, like your significant other. I didn't forget. I was just trying not to go there. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. So, that's, I don't know where it came from, but it, I think it works. But now it's just kind of like a caricature of itself. Um, what if you're... Speaking of booze, what if your boo dies and comes back? Can you still, like, have that ghost pottery moment or more? Like, how Dan Aykroyd gets some kind of ghost job? GJ, maybe? Uh, In the movie Ghostbusters? Yeah. Well, I think, like, the more important question than that is, like, would you? Would you let that... A, would you let that happen... Or, or B, um, yeah, that's that's my first question. We'll, we'll go to the other one next. So, like, okay, so you, like, I, I don't know if I said it, but uh, my reaction if I saw a ghost would be to just, like, lock it up, just freeze, just, you know, not move. So if, you know, a ghost was intent on giving me a GJ, I'm pretty sure that would go down and I wouldn't stop it. Yeah, and then you obviously have, like, a raging fear boner going on. Well, you know, th- these things can't be helped. <laughs> Fear boners uh, are just a part of nature, same as murder boners. Yeah. And is that like a... No, no would, you, would you frame that as like a very helpful ghost? Like being like, okay, this guy's stressed out by seeing, you know, me, the ghost, so I'm just going to like ease the tension by, you know, giving him a GJ. Well, that's uh, if the ghost is in that mindset, like it depends on uh, what the ghost is thinking. Maybe the ghost is just like, Man, I really want to get a GJ on here. Oh, this guy's here. I'll just get him. Or yeah. if it's like, or if you like, you say something like, "Oh, well, I'll make him feel better." He looks like he had a rough week. I'll give him a GJ, spice up his life. Yeah, and then like at what point like do you end up having like those like a like a stage five clinger ghost where they start trying to give you GJs out in public and stuff, and you're like, no, oh. like not here, like only in the private or bedroom. And then they start getting like wicked insecure and just being like why don't you love me like are you ashamed of me and then you got like this ghost girlfriend that's probably the whole problem with ghosts is that's why they stick around because they're in love with you and they just want to gj you all the time and you're like you know they can't if it were his pants off i don't remember i feel like they had to undress him so yeah definitely yeah i guess they talked to the guy in the subway but um you know it's, it's Ghosts in the mo- I don't can they exist in the daylight? I, I don't know. Because it's essentially like like a like a dead stalker. But that would be so embarrassing if you're like standing waiting for the bus and there's like five other people and you're just kind of looking out across the street and then all of a sudden you're like fly starts getting undone. You're like, oh no, oh no, and like all the other people at the bus stop would be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and like your your dick like just magically gets pulled out, so it looks like your like boner is just so like powerful, it just kind of like pops up out of there, and then uh, 
how do you how would you defend yourself in that situation like you can't push her away or anything or him or him it could be a dude ghost it makes you look like infinitely more insane you're like swatting things away with nothing there and then you just have this huge raging erection And, and then you know worst case Ontario you actually ejaculate and it looks like you were just standing there swinging your arms and pushing an, Im- an imaginary person then you just complete completely <laughs> activity people would be like whoa and then there's that one girl at the end of the line that's like kind of into it <laughs> or the guy's just kind of like it happens so often he starts to get comfortable and he's like don't worry everybody whatever it's just my my ghost girlfriend, she gives me GJs every once in a while. It'll Don't worry like, about it'll it. It'll be like Sorry. four minutes tops. Just look away. <laughs> we'll be done before the bus gets here. And then some guy like goes over to him afterwards. Like, oh man, how did how do you get one of those? I don't know. I'm sensitive to these things. Uh, ghosts. <laughs> uh, well, the, the, so the, I, I forget when we were talking about this previously, but you asked me in the past... Speaking of Ghostbusters, so you know where I'm going with this. You asked me if I would bang Sigourney Weaver while she was possessed by Zool. Yep. (laughs) And my response was without question. Um, Thinking about it more after, (laughs) I would still probably do it, but is there like a homosexual activity? Because Zool's a dude, right? I'm assuming so, based on the voice. So are you banging a dude? Yeah, like, essentially, like, you're banging a demon dude from the past who is all the way evil. But I'm having sex with her body. Yes. But he's kind of just, like, shaking and frothing at the mouth. Yeah, so, like, he's, he's getting all the, like, intimacy of it. Or the romantic attachment. And uh, you're just like, you, there's the body of, of the woman. So I don't see Zool as getting any kind of romantic uh, payback from anything like that. I feel like, you know, it's just sex for Zool is just uh, conquering someone else. No, because like, he's, he's ultimately doing something for the great Gozer. So, I mean, he's like, He's accomplishing his mission, so like I know you're you're a guy who likes to accomplish things at work. When you finish a project, you're pretty like pumped about it, you know, helping out the company or your superior. Yeah, I guess it would just be like a That's kind of cool. step on the ladder to get the job done for the scourge of Carpathia. Exactly. That I can tell you. Uh, <laughs> That, that, no, like that, so that's what he's doing. He's totally getting off by that. So, like, you're getting off a dude, but there's a body of a woman. So, uh, I don't know how that changes your response. I'm going to stick with that I would do it. Because what other chance am I going to get to bang Dana Barrett, you know? I guess that's true. I'm no Peter Uh, Bachman. I think I would take the Bill Murray approach and wait it out, maybe exercise the demon before getting it on. Because, like, I mean, that's, like, almost like guaranteed bone after like when you like save a woman's life yeah but he's peter vankman like he's a doctor he's well respected in the community yeah i'm not sure i could pull it off i'm not sure i could pick up dana barrett afterwards oh well if i was if i was the one that saved her that's different but if i'm just some guy that's like 
sees this possessed chick on a floating above a bed, like shaking and rotating and stuff, and just be like, "Well, no one's around." Yeah, yeah. See, that's uh, that nope. raises its own moral questions. Yeah, it's big morality. So um, everybody can go back to one of our earlier podcasts when we talked about truth and honesty and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. really think that one over. But uh, if, if Zool is like. Come here and bang this body, or I'll kill you. I'd be like, all right, well, he said he was going to kill me, so. That could be a trap to kill you. Oh, that would be a terrible way to go. Yeah. Death by intercourse? Yeah. Oof. Um, I, I have a joke. Of course. If a ghost has, like, really great boobs, um... Would they be considered supernaturals? Uh, <laughs> you're a sick animal. I think it's funny. It is quite funny. Super, <laughs> supernaturals. <laughs> we should have that as like a category, a new category in most porn things. I'm sure it already exists. We just have supernaturals and it's, they're just dressed as ghosts. Be. Um, so to close out the Ghostbuster thing, do you think the gatekeeper and the key master was the whole purpose of that, like, so they could bang? Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I find actually extremely weird, is like... Because there's no, pay, of, they lead up to it, and but there's no payoff. Yeah, there's like a, what's it called, uh, kind of like, like dog breeders or something, like you, you have some two, like, evil demon things, and it's like, okay... We're going to pick two humans, we're going to make them bang, so that we can reincarnate our supreme leader. Gozer. Yeah, like, I think that's just kind of, like, it's just, like, super weird. Like, where in the line, like, was that the only way, or was that just sort of, like, the best plan that they had? That's probably the only way. I mean, how many ways can there to be to bring back your evil lord of Carpathia? Oh, there's got to be a couple different ways. Maybe there was, like, some sort of specific, like, amulet that he wore that he was stored inside that they just had to, like, say a magic chant and then they would come back, or... Maybe I don't we, know. Maybe we should write some fan fiction about Gozer. We should. And just start a whole, like, book series about the adventures and misadventures of Gozer the Carpathian. Yeah, that sounds like a very, like, child or adolescent-driven novel. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's... it's- of <laughs> yeah, but then it's like him pillaging and raping. Oh, so you're looking at it like a GOT type theme. Yeah, but just like exactly what Gozer does. Like he beats people and burns houses down. Just And then the struggle that he has, like, you know, keeping power. And you know, somebody killed him eventually. I don't think he died of old age. Yeah, he does look kind of old, though. Yeah, but if he's dead, then how do you bring him back in a re I don't know. Anyways, get two humans to bang. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, and then uh, he, they jerk it off into a small baby, and then that's how that happens. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I mean, that was a step up for uh, old uh, Rick Moranis' character there. Yeah, like, that. he was definitely uh, falling uphill on that one. Oh, yeah, big time. So, Carney Weaver would have been so mad when she woke up. Like, ah, oh, really? 
Damn it. But, uh, yeah, the other weird thing is, wouldn't it be make more sense that if these two ghosts banged and, uh, like, the gatekeeper and the key master banged, then she had the baby and it was Gozer, not somehow yeah. that crazy woman with the thing steals the baby and then it turns into him? Like, I don't know. Well, let's, let's pin that one for now because <clears throat> we're starting to get towards the time that we need to be not talking about this. Um, so two more questions to tackle. Yeah, I think I'm going to, we're going to leave the, the one question. I think it's the next on the list as far as the little kids, old lady things. Uh, uh, save the, the haunt someone for, for the next one. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if we can get into the, are you afraid of the dark and the goosebumps? No, I think we can save that too. We're... We're approaching 54 minutes here, so... Okay, so very quickly, scariest little kids or old ladies? I... I don't know. I'd say little kids, probably. Like, especially if you can't see their face somehow. So think of... Think of, like, the twins in The Shining, and then think of the girl... The little girl from The Ring, or The Grudge, or whatever it is, with, like, the black hair... The the little boy. Yeah. So it's the little girl, and there's, like, water dripping off of her all the time, and she's just, like, it's always, like, standing, and those two little twins are just standing, and then they, like, take off on their bikes or whatever. No, he rides up to them on the bikes, on his bike. And they, But that's the thing, though, is, like, you got two little kids, and they're just like, play with us, Danny. Yes, play with us. Yeah, it's, and it's just like, super creepy. Oh, okay. It's, like, super creepy, but, I mean, they're just asking to play, whereas I feel like an old lady would try and, like, murder you or make you make out with them or something weird. Maybe it's just that kids have more potential than old people, but I feel like if an old woman ghost, and all I can picture now is from the uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner, the old crone woman that tries to attack Morgan Freeman's character and just, like, running at him like, and he just yeah. stabs her in the stomach with a spear. I feel like that's all it would take to take out an old ghost or, like, push her off the edge of a building. <laughs> so you think that, like, uh, an old lady would probably be maybe scarier, but you could easily defend yourself, so it's not that scary? Yeah, I feel, or, like, like, I feel like old people are uh, more easily defeated. Okay. Yeah, because little kids, I mean, you've seen Home Alone. I mean, they can defend themselves pretty well. Yeah, and they have all kinds of potential. Like, they could be super strong or super smart. Old people, are they're done. Like, it's... Yeah, it's like, you could be like, Hey, stop it or I'll put you in a home. And they'll be like, ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. If you're in your room at night and you're, like, trying to get to sleep and you just kind of hear some noises and then there's just, like, this old lady standing there in, like, some weird robes and stuff, that wouldn't be as scary for you as if you were, like, trying to sleep and, like, your friends there, like, you heard some, like, little kid giggling. Like, little kids giggling oh for whatever God. creep on the planet. So that's the thing. So they're both equally scary, but then you add the creepy in from the little kids. Because they're not supposed to be dead. Old people, you expect them to be dead. Mm. Now, you want to talk about the scariest? Clowns. Ghost clowns. <laughs> that... Ghost- that will definitely fill your underpants with poop. Yeah. See, I got. I've never really got the whole clown being terrifying stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I did. 
and I don't want to, I don't want to tail it from the tugboat just yet, but in my youth, I spent more than one night fully awake all night because there was a friggin' clown staring at me while I slept. <laughs> so I guess you'll have to tune in next time to hear how the tugboat overcame the clown problem. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to delve in some, uh, some classics with our Are You Afraid of the Darks and Goosebumps episode uh, discussions, as well as, yeah, just tons of tales from the tugboat, maybe a little bit of uh, grilling some cheese. And uh, yeah, you've got to tune, tune in to our special two-part Halloween episode, part two. Halloween!